Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson at Always and Forever R, and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Lakers had their media day on Monday, September 26th. Of course, all the players spoke. We'll get into all of that and the excitement for the season. And we'll also get into the types of questions that was asked to Russell Westbrook in his response and what I think uh, those responses should have given off uh, to the Laker fan base. But guys, don't forget to please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Let's get it. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers had their media day. And the first thing I want to point out is that all three of the stars, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, they mentioned at some point they didn't get to play that many games together. And what that means to me, although we all like to act like we know more about basketball than the people who play it, the people that coach it, is that they truly believe that one of the reasons why last season was a colossal failure was simply because they just didn't play enough games together. All three of them mentioned that. I think that that is partially true. Now, are they a championship team? I don't think so. But they think <laughs> winning so little games last year had a lot to do with them just not being healthy and not being on the floor together. I thought that that was profound that all three mentioned that at some point during their media day availability. Now, um, now, as far as, you know, Anthony Davis, amongst other things, he did say that he wanted Russell Westbrook to be aggressive um, and that he had the same problems, too, because all three of them are unselfish players. That's uh, what Anthony Davis said. Um, he said he had that problem, too, that he just wanted to make sure that the other two got started. Russell Westbrook was doing that. He said it was just a problem they had last season on the roster, but that they spoke in and they tried to iron some of the things out. Russell Westbrook echoed the same. Um, in fact, here is Russell Westbrook just speaking about uh, more positive about how they didn't get to play together and how they spoke uh, and, and trying to iron these things out prior to the season. Listen up. Very beneficial being able to just talk and, and understand kind of things that we want to do and how we want to do them. Um, and obviously, last year we only played a certain amount of games with each other. So going into this season, um, just, you know, God's willing being able to be healthy. Um, and finding ways to be able to be successful definitely was a conversation. Definitely was many conversations I may mention. Um, you know, looking forward to the things we're able to do. Now, what is profound about this to me is I was told that there wasn't a ton of communication <laughs> between Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Los Angeles Lakers. At least that's what was floating around out there. I wasn't literally told that. And as you hear, Russell Westbrook says they had many conversations about how they can work, about things that they can do better. And once again, he mentions they just weren't healthy and they didn't get to play together. Uh, I thought it was positive. It just, look, people took some of these answers to these questions and they turned them into some things that they were not. And we're going to get into that. I thought he answered all of his, his questions uh, profoundly, professionally. I thought he articulated himself very well. Um, I am not of the mindset of a lot of fans out there. Uh, personally, um, look, he knows what the media has been writing about him all year long. Um, some of it may be disingenuous, not exactly true. Maybe some of it is. 
But the fact of the matter is he knows that. Uh, he even asked him to clarify questions a couple of times. And I thought he articulated himself very, very well. Of course, he's going to be careful and make sure he answers the question that they are truly asking. Um, because they haven't really uh, done him a great service uh, in their writing and their reporting uh, through the offseason. So, um, look... I thought the questions they were asking Russell Westbrook were unfair. Uh, I thought that they were basically reality show TV questions uh, for a media day athlete, uh, a Hall of Famer. Um, the professionalism that Russell Westbrook has maintained throughout this process is just amazing. Um, it's unrivaled. No one should have to go through what Russell Westbrook has had to go through, um, especially, I mean, no one, but a Hall of Famer on top of that. It's absolutely ridiculous. The amount of professionalism he showed, I don't care what fans say on social media about how he should have answered a question. Every question he articulated well, and he was professional. And I just, I don't know how he was able to do it. Yeah, his He's truly authentic. And um, and he, he just took the high road uh, every time. And um, I don't know what else you can ask for. I don't know how else you want him to answer, ask, answer uh, some of these questions that they asked that just were not, there were terrible questions to ask him. Uh, some of them were. Like, for instance, here's one. Um, they're, they're basically asking Russell Westbrook to speak for the Los Angeles Lakers on their behalf uh, about himself. Um, and here's his answer, which I thought was profound, but this was the biggest culprit as far as uh, making some fans upset. So you said you've bought it, you're buying into the Lakers. Do you think the Lakers are buying into you? Do you think the Lakers want you here? I mean, um, whether that they want me here or not, it doesn't really matter. Um, honestly, my job is to be a professional, show up to work like I've always done uh, thus far, do my job the best way I know how to, and that's it. I mean, we all have jobs that sometimes people at our jobs don't like us or don't want us there, as you guys probably can attest to in any other job across the world. Um, and as a professional and as a uh, working uh, man, I have to do my job and do it the best way I know how And can you believe there are some people who have a problem with how he answered that question the fuck else he's supposed to say sorry for my language what in the world is he supposed to speak for them yes they do want me no they don't want me what what do you want him to about beg that they should want him the hell else you want him to say he answered professionally everything he said was true and every job there's people who don't like each other you still gotta do your job my job is to be professional i'm here being a professional I'm going to do my job regardless because that's my job. What the hell else do you want him to say? No, he ain't about to grovel. No, he's not going to answer for them. What do they want me or not? I have to do my job. That's what he said. That's what he said. And he answered him. He answered it professionally. He was on the control and he articulated himself well. I don't know what the hell else you want. I don't know what the hell else. Then they follow it up with this question right here. Pretty well established that, um, you know, the, there's no guaranteed starter at, at point guard right now. Um, does the prospect of competition uh, make you feel invigorated? Do you feel like um, you, sh you should sort of have a grasp on that starting role? How are you feeling about the possibility of <laughs> I like that, competition? Huh? Uh, man, I think... Um, I'm just excited to get on the floor, excited to compete, excited to play. I'm um, looking forward to um, just 
uh, start of the season. Um, whatever unfolds, unfolds. I'm just happy and blessed to be able to go play a game I love again. Now, let me explain to you why I think. I don't know. I haven't spoken to Russell Westbrook. I haven't even smoked, spoken to his inner circle. Nothing. I have no problem with this answer. But I want to point out why I think he specifically answered it the way that he did. Now, just so you know, to clarify, in the clip when he says I like that, he's talking to someone off to the side. He's not talking to the person answering the question. So that's just a separate thing that he was doing. Now, I'm going to tell you why I think he answered the question the way he did. Because I think he believes what I believe. I think, I don't know, haven't spoken to him. That question was also a trap question. Notice when the reporter asked the question, he asked, does, you, does, does competition make you feel invigorated? Guys, they're in the NBA. They, it's competition every day. They play basketball games versus another team. But anyway, does it make you feel invigorated? Then he follows it up real quick with, do you think you should have a grasp on that starting role? Like that's a, They wanted him to say, I think I should start so that they can write a million articles about how Russell Westbrook feels entitled, like he's not a lock Hall of Famer, one of the best point guards to ever play the game. So he answered it professionally. He took the high road and he articulated himself well. And what he said, I thought was great. No matter what unfolds, start, bench, whatever. I'm going to play hard. I'm going to do my job. I get to play the game of basketball, and I love it. What's wrong with that? What's the problem? I just don't know how everyone's turning everything that he said in these questions and his answers as something negative. What is wrong with what he just said? Nothing. Nothing. I think Russell Westbrook's going to be better this season. I think he's still elite. I think Russell Westbrook's still a walking 29 and 9, 20, 10 and 10, or however the hell you want to say it. I do. We'll see how the Lakers do. I don't think they're a championship roster. But I think Russell Westbrook's going to be better. I think the Lakers are going to be better. They're longer, stronger, taller, faster. I believe Russell Westbrook is going to start this season with the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that Darvin Ham's going to stagger them tremendously. I think that he's mainly going to play with Thomas Bryant at the, at the five because he's a shooter. They have chemistry. Thomas Bryant beats his man down the floor. Now I'm not trying, this is not an Anthony Davis disc because every time I say, Thomas Bryant beats his man down the floor. People get upset. Look, the truth is, Anthony Davis a lot of the times was the trailer down the court. A lot of the times, Anthony Davis wanted to dribble the ball up the court. With Thomas Bryant, I have a clip out there. He pushes that ball to the point guard on Russell Westbrook, and he beats Gafford or, or Lopez or whoever he needs to beat down the floor. Because if you beat your man down the floor, Russell Westbrook will find you at 100 miles an hour. Then you can have two styles of basketball, technically, because Anthony Davis and LeBron James at 37, 38 years old want to move a lot slower. And they can move at whatever pace they want. I think Darvin Ham's going to have wrinkles to make them all great when all three of them are on the floor together. 
but I think he's really going to stack. I expect Russell Westbrook to start. I ain't, I'm dying on that hill until he doesn't. He's one of the best point guards to ever play the game. He's a bad year, 18-7-7. And as I'm telling you, still a walking 20-10-10. He's starting, in my, in my estimation. But I think they'll stagger them a ton. Because he can run with the young guys. Russell Westbrook can run with none. He can run with Schroeder. He can run with Thomas Bryant. He can run with uh, Troy Brown Jr. He can run with those cats. Let's fly. Now, I still think the, the Lakers need a wing. That's just me. Some people are not as quite as worried as, as I am, but I, the reason why I'm worried is, to me, you only have really one great 6'6-6'10 uh, wing in LeBron James that can do both things, that can create his own shot, create for others, and play defense. He can do all three. Troy Brown Jr. is not that. Now, he can do a couple things on both sides. He's a more two-way player, but they have no wing other than LeBron James can, that can do everything. Between 6'6 and 6'10. They just don't have one other than him. That worries me when LeBron James and AD inevitably rest. They're going to lower manage them. They're going to. Patrick Beverly's only going to play about 59 himself. LeBron James, he spoke about his, his chase to be the all-time scoring champion. And, uh, you know, he's, he's excited about that. He said he, he only really pays it mind when, you know, he sees a tweet about it or something like that. And, uh, you know, and, you know, I'm, I, when he crosses that bridge, you know, I'll say something and uh, I'll be happy for him. Like, hey, longevity, man, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, to be able to do that as long as he's been doing it year 20 uh, and win the scoring title all time. That's incredible. It's nothing short of amazing. Anthony Davis, he said his workout regimen uh, was pretty much the same in that he's got a chip on his shoulder. He wants to be healthy. And my goodness, brother, we do want you to be healthy, too. We'll see how that, that unfolds. I know I'm praying for it. Guys, Anthony Davis is probably the most important Laker. He has to be healthy and on the floor. It just so much of it depends on him, defensively and offensively. It's just the truth. That's not saying LeBron James isn't one of the top two greatest players of all time, or three, whichever you depends. It's not saying Russell Westbrook isn't one of the greatest point guards of all time, top five in my estimation. But the most important player on this squad, the way it is built, is Anthony Davis. My gosh, brother, I want you to be healthy too. Guys, 360 is going to work. If the pieces around them can play defense and hit open shots. It's just that simple. There were highlights of it last year. There were snips. There was, there was stretches of it last season when they actually could play together for two or three games in a row. But guys, if the team is bad, my gosh. Or if the players are injured, my gosh. Again, so people don't exaggerate. I don't think this is a championship team as it's currently constructed. But they're better than last year. Period. Let's move forward, people. 
All the hatred, I think, stems from just people being so upset about last season. Look, Russell Westbrook, you, he can be loud. You can be loud about what he did last season all you want. But the Lakers' problems were far beyond just Russell Westbrook. And I think that's what they're trying to shore up. That defense was absolutely atrocious. You had too many one-way players that couldn't do anything on the other end. That's what they tried to fix. Pat Bev can hit the corner three and play defense. Dennis Schroeder can be a pest on defense and penetrate. They can play both sides. Troy Brown Jr. can put the ball on the floor and finish. He can pass and he can play defense. That's what they're looking for. And then a stretch five and Thomas Bryant to play with Russell Westbrook. Now they're going to have to put some good defenders around them because Thomas Bryant and drop coverage isn't the greatest. He's absolutely just, just atrocious in that regard. Now I'm going to take, he's getting better. He's getting better, but he's still not good. But I think the Lakers are better. I really do. I can't wait to the season. Can't wait to get practice highlights this week. Can't wait to the first preseason game next week. I am hype. And I'm moving forward on the positive train. Russell Westbrook says he's excited. Anthony Davis said they spoke. They worked on it. Talked about being aggressive. They're excited. LeBron James says he thinks the three big three can work. And he's looking forward to this season. All of that is what those three players said. I don't give a damn what you said. That's what those three players said who on the floor together. So I'm looking forward to it and I'm moving forward. Let's get it. Right here is where I break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public Cast Box, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. And guys, as always, you can find me on Twitter, JD Jackson at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And as always, until next time, peace.